When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. All right, welcome in. This is kind of an emergency episode, a little bit, just kind of a... No, not really, like, not really no breaking news, but kind of de- developing news. The NFL is genius. And by the way, this is, uh, speaking of genius, <laughs> Daily Vikings Entertainment here. Three geniuses, not really. Uh, we're just trying to get by. Mackie Judd, Declan, our executive producer. And uh, the show is presented by our friends at Surly Brewing Company and TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. The NFL is genius. Not only have they figured out that the thirst and interest in the schedule is at a point where they can put it in a primetime special. Even though everyone knows who the opponents are going to be at the end of the previous season, the order in which you play the opponents is worthy of a primetime schedule release on May 12th. And they've been doing this for years, and we'll probably do a live podcast or something. But now they've also figured out, if we release little nuggets, just little, <laughs> just like little pieces of bait a week before, two weeks before, we can get people talking here. So we now know that so we've got three London games on the docket, and the Vikings are one of them. The Vikings will play on October 2nd in the uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. They will play the New Orleans Saints. Now, the Packers, the next week on October 9th, they also play in the same stadium in London. But here's the biggest key. The Vikings already have it's – you know, it's, it's an odd number of games, so you've got the 9 and 8 – Last year, the AFC teams got nine home games. This year, the NFC teams get nine home games. So you have nine home games, which is great. And now you only play seven true road games because the Saints are going to have a home game taken off their schedule. So the Vikings are going to have nine home games, seven road games, and a neutral site London game. The Packers have a game taken away from Lambeau Field with this trip to London. Very interesting. So uh, what do you guys think about the Vikings going back across the pond and playing in London? Well, not only is this um, a home game for an opposing team essentially or completely taken away, it is taken away from one of the most intimidating, hardest-to-play stadiums in the entire league because the Superdome is very loud. Um, It's a very difficult place to play. And now, instead of playing there, you're probably going to be playing in front of a crowd that, you know, is Saints fans, Vikings fans, and football fans from across the pond. Uh, this is a tremendous break 
like when you're thinking about the the places where you play, like I believe it was a Cleveland home game. So the the last time, and I think this game was also in uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Um, I believe they played the Browns there about three or four years back on a Sunday morning, here at least. And yet, I think that was a Browns game that was going to be at home for the Browns. And that's a, you know, mildly tough place to play, but it's an outdoor stadium. It's loud, but it's not like loud like the Superdome is. So I think that if you're the Vikings, you couldn't have planned this better. I mean, you're thrilled. You, You now are going to play what amounts to a neutral site game instead of playing in a really tough place. Now, the flight's a little bit different. You know, there, I, there are some obstacles. Yeah, but I mean, there are probably some obstacles of, of the game itself. So it's not a complete free pass, but I'll take the upside here, which is no Superdome. Yeah. Yeah, give me the early buy if it means I get one less true road game. And I, I know flying to London, that's a task in its own hand just in general, whether you're playing a football game or going on going out there for vacation. But I'd much rather have the early buy and just seven road games, seven true road games, and especially without New Orleans. Like if it if it was the Jaguars hosting it, I'd be like, Oh well, like no one's gonna go to that Jacksonville game anyway in Florida. So that's different. But this is New Orleans, like Judd said, Superdome's one of the toughest places to play in all the NFL. So give me the early buy if it means I have one less true road game to play. So, and, and, and to that point, yeah, so there's almost certainly going to be a buy. What it, it will be the week after. That's how it usually works, yeah. right? You yes, play it's in the week London, after. Then you get the, mm-hmm. so It'll you be go week out there. Six, right? You go out there early. Yeah. Is it week six? No. Is, I don't know. It'd this is like week, week four. Yeah. It'd be, we would have the fifth. We'd oh, have the, the, this is week four. Gotcha. Yeah, the Saints so the first, week let's, four. Let's, so this would be the, the calendar. Week Thank five you. would be the buy. Thank you. So this would be, yeah, the season starts officially on September. It's uh, September 15th is the first Thursday game, I believe. Wow. Okay. So, so week one, I think is, I think, I'm just looking this up here. I probably should have come better prepared. But, yeah, the Chargers Chiefs on September 15th at 520, which means week one is September 18th. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but uh, mm-hmm. this would be a week three game for the Vikings in London and a week four bye. Mm. So you get a, which that might make it kind of brutal on the back end. You have an extra, it's a 17th game, right? Players don't generally, and coaches don't love the, um, they don't love the early buys. Yes. But, uh, well, actually, here we go. I take that back. The season is set to kick off on Thursday, September 8th. So it is a week. So it is a week four game and a week five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buy, but it's still it's still an early buy, and now you're going to have to go on a big run of of games. But I think I'm with Declan. If 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 the trade off is I only have to play seven true road games and I get nine home games, and the Saints are beatable for sure on any field, but especially a neutral site, mm-hmm. I kind of dig this. And and the part of the trade off too is if you get the Packers having to take a game away from Lambeau and travel and 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 play in London on a neutral site, you know, and I I'm believe- here for it. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, because of the time that this is going to kick in London, that this is like an 8:20 game Central time, yeah. which means it's like a 6:20 game Macadac time. A little breakfast bra- 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 and ball, baby. Let's get it. <laughs> which means a very early vent line, and then Declan can go golfing. Oh my God! So he'll that. be happy too. That's actually that's a big it's October. For me. It's going to be gorgeous. That I, day, I, I think bet. I got a. I think I got Chris Stapleton too. Two nights before, I get an early football game on a Sunday. I'm I'm ready to rock, baby. That's I love. I I love breakfast football now. 
It's great. Like it's you got to wake up a little bit early. I don't love that, but I, don't love I do that. love it once you're once you're in your on your couch, pajama pants in play, very comfortable. I like it. I dig that. I will say, is that too early to drink a surly? Oh, sorry, Declan. Go ahead. I, no, I, was, I almost almost just brilliantly transitioned into. Yeah, no, that, that's there. okay. That's and, and and to be honest, I was going to no. say a coffee bender surly would be great at that early. That's exactly what I was. Gonna oh, say. okay, okay. And you know what? Both of you guys. Uh, one, Macadac. The answer to your question is no. Two, Sports Sun. Genius, exactly right. Coffee bender. A furious is fine too. But yes, a coffee bit bender probably completely appropriate and let me make this very clear on a weekend when there's football in play when they kick it's time for a surly so like never judge it on the actual time judge it on the event and so yes if you want to get whatever you want from surly brewing make sure that you head there on saturday though because there ain't going to be time sunday's going to come quickly um but yes you can get your coffee bender on saturday crack it open and kick off on sunday Make the most of what will be a great sports day. Yeah. Okay. Another. You guys have any, any other takes on the schedule being, you know, sort of trickling out here before we um, get to the the JC Treader speculation? I, I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge fan of the early buy as well. I like the fact that you don't get the Saints at home. And the last thing is this: What do we think the first? Um, what do we think the first few games are going to be then? Because I would imagine that the Vikings will open at home then, possibly. Because, like, this is a road game, and it's a neutral site road game. But do we think that the Vikings will then, September 8th, be at home for the first uh, Kevin O'Connell coach game? I think there's a good chance. I think there's, like, a 50% chance. Yeah. I could definitely see that happening. I wonder if they'd put it in that one on, like, a Monday night. First Uh... game, KOC. Well, they usually. When do, when, think... when do the. We're going to get some of those trickling out, too, right? Aren't we going to get some prime, like, some special primetime. Some some uh, yes, some I hot they, matchups or something. You know what? I think you're right. Do we still do the two Monday night football set? Or do we get rid of that? Did we do that we last got rid year? Of that, so they might not. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think we got rid of. I think it's no longer the double dip on Monday, if I'm not mistaken. So okay. I might be wrong. It might just be a Sunday noon kick. I love the double dip on Monday, but I don't necessarily need Chris Berman calling the late game. No, they did that for a few years, didn't they? I think they we stopped rotated recently, but... around. It was Berman. It was um, Sean McDermott, Trent Dilfer. Yeah, just all over the place. Dilfer. Oh, the, Dil- the Delver game. I thought that's where you were trying to look for on the uh, button bar there, Phil. No, I was actually looking for something totally different, but now that you mention it. You think you like football? Trent Dilfer doesn't just really like football. <laughs> he <laughs> loves football. This is Spider 2 Snack. Not wide, not wide <laughs> banana, the one he likes, but that's Spider 2 Snack, and he knows what I'm talking about, but using Antoine Bolton as the fullback. All right. There is, you, you know, it's been sort of my daily thing on this show to sort of. point out that one of the top five centers in the NFL is available as a free agent. He's a veteran. His knees are shot, but whatever. He still played every game last year. J.C. Treader. My J.C. Treader daily propaganda has been, I think, take, taking the show by storm here. Well, there's a thread on Vikings Reddit today or yesterday that stockpiles several of Joe Treader, who is J.C. Treader's dad, Joe Treader's liked tweets on Twitter. Interesting. Reckless speculation. 
He's liking a bunch of tweets that are calling for J.C. Treader to go to Minnesota. So there's a, I'll just read some of these. Well, the draft is over. Time to get back on the J.C. Treader train. Like, that tweet was sent to our account, by the way, Scornarth. And these aren't people tweeting at J.C. Treader. This is him seeking out. This is Joe Treader seeking out J.C. Treader content and yep. liking it. Okay. Can someone please announce J.C. Treader to the Vikings? Like, here's some of the tweets at J.C. Treader. Hey, boss, I hope your Sunday is going well. Hey, we got some young guys that could really use a veteran leader that can produce. You like purple? Joe Treader, like. Here's a guy named Jimmy tweeting at the Vikings. Please sign Treader now. Thanks. Like. And then someone tweets at Joe Treader. Like this tweet if J.C. Treader is close to signing with the Vikings. Like. Someone even posted a screenshot of a direct message exchange between themselves and Joe Treader saying, hey, we'd love to have your son in a Vikings uniform. You know, what are the chances? And Joe Treader's response is, the Vikings are definitely in the top five. It's up to them. So what my, are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are simple. My guess is that Reckless speculation. Joe Treader watches this show. <laughs> well, he'll find this if we if we put J.C. Sure. Treader in the And what I headline. would like to say is, Mr. Treader, Mr. Treader, join us. Put the pitch out there. We're all on board. We're all on board with your son, your veteran son, with with possibly bad knees, but a whole lot of moxie gotta... and savvy and experience. Okay, if the Vikings sign J.C. Treader, do make they the go from being a bottom five offensive line to a top ten offensive line? Because think about this. If you take Bradbury, who's the weakest link, goodbye, and you bring in J.C. Treader, so you're going then from a bottom five center to a top five center. Yeah. You've got two above-average tackles. O'Neal is one of the top 10 right tackles in the NFL. Derisaw was around league average, but getting better as the year progressed, and then going into year two, he's on the rise. And then between Ezra Cleveland, Chris Reed, Ed Ingram, Wyatt Davis, Jesse Davis, like you've got two average guards in there somewhere. Yes. So if you've got above-average, above-average on the tackles, average guards, and a top five or six center, that's the best offensive line in a decade if they can bring J.C. Treader in. Well, and I love the thought of just a grizzled, beat-up, but savvy veteran anchoring this thing. Seriously, Football. I do. Like, the the offensive line, to me, needs a guy like this. Because, I mean, these guys are in physically by what, Phil, Dex, their, you know, eighth years. I mean, they're in terrible shape as, as far as, like, being beat up, right? But the experience that he would bring, the moxie, the savvy, the grizzled, probably just like blood dripping from his chin every Sunday, grizzled veteran. I like this. And and I think that a guy like that can help guards. I think that a guy like that, because they know things. And guess who else that guy can help? Kirk. Like Kirk needs, I will continue to say this, to maximize the Kirk experience, you need as many brains around him that are calm, cool, and collected. Because, you know, that's not really Kirk. Um, and so, like, if you have Kevin O'Connell being the quarterback brain and J.C. Treader being the, oh, what's going on here? Oh, I know. I'll calm this thing down. Yes, I am fully on board. I'm fully on board. And if the old man wants to come on again and make the pitch, I'd like to hear it. I'd like to hear it. Here's what I would like to know. Is your son in physical condition enough to continue playing? And I'm dead serious. I'm not being yeah. a, no, his, a so he, smart ass. Yeah, according to different reports in Cleveland, 
he so he did play every game. Yeah. The, in fact, the only game he's missed really in the last five years is because he missed a game because of COVID a year or two ago. But that his knees were, in, and he's had an ankle issue that he just didn't practice much. He just kind of got up for the games. And listen, like, whatever. If you can perform at that level in the games, I don't really care if you practice or not. But he's going to come into a new team, new system. You're going to have to practice to some extent. So how, is it just that he needed an off season to let the knees breathe a little bit? Or is it more of a chronic issue right. You know, as a guy who's like 32 years old? I don't know. Now, what we do know is Garrett Bradbury is on borrowed time here. He's not, first of all, he's not good, but he's also got one year left now on his contract because they just declined his fifth year option. So it's, you can use a stop gap. It's not like you're, it's not like a situation where, oh, you're going to stunt the growth of a good young player here who's under contract for four or five years. You, like you, you need an upgrade and you're only really looking for a one or a two year situation, depending on the health of his knees. I'm on board. So now I, I will add that his dad is also liking tweets from other teams, fan bases. So it's, yeah. it's it's not just exclusive to, like, the Vikings fans. As as long as dad does not delete the account like a certain dad did, I'm That's cool right. with this. Don as long it. as the last time that Phil came on this very show to document what dad was saying, dad hightailed it off Twitter. Well, Don Mr. was Cousin. Don was liking anti-Zimmer tweets, anti-Spielman tweets. I don't know. Maybe right. he just didn't realize that people can see your liked tweets. So if you're bunch of other if you're liking anti Zimmer tweets, it's yeah. it's well, gonna get out. You know what? Don was uh, Don got what Don desired. Well, yeah, and like we said, they were all fired. Everyone feels the same way about Zimmer, right? At the end of the year, it's like, yeah, it's it's probably time for him to be gone. You might want to build a better relationship with your quarterback. So he wasn't liking anything that ninety percent of the fan base and the owners didn't already agree with. Absolutely, and he deleted his Twitter account. So, all right. Would you guys? I the, the Vikings still have some cap space left here, so I don't think it's a financial issue. I think it's really about where does J.C. Treader want to play, and are the Vikings open to bringing him on despite the potential injury risk? And they could probably do it. I'd have to go see, you know, how many offensive linemen are you going to keep, and does this mean that you'd have to get rid of somebody that might be starting for you or Garrett Bradbury or something? Like, ideally, you would keep Bradbury as a backup. To J.C. Treader, maybe he'd be a bad soldier in that case. And but I don't know what 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 are Garrett Bradbury's options if if you bring in J.C. Treader. I mean, is he going to demand a trade? Garrett Bradbury I don't has know. to know that he he's a bust, right? Like he has to know that. I think he's still holding out hope going into a new well, regime. Here is my possibly, guess. but 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 my point is he's still going to be paid. Um, he's in no position to be like, well, they screwed me. Like, he should come in and be like, I need to work my ass off now. And hell, you know what? J.C. Treader, possibly, who knows, could help him. There's nobody on this roster currently, offensive line-wise, who could help him. Yeah. Yep, man, a veteran center to help I with Kirk, to help with, you know. I feel like that's me, right? Like a veteran, lineman? just grizzled, not really a sexy type of player, but just a grizzled veteran Football. type who just brings yeah. tips. To the show. You know, J.C. Treader looks like a guy who rides a motorcycle. I have no idea if he does, but he looks like a guy yeah. that would hop on a hog, you know, and and ride around in the summertime. Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, Sport Bike, whatever you need. Dennis Kirk, J.C., has got you covered. And DennisKirk.com. If it's apparel, if it's helmets, if it's other parts and accessories, they have over 100,000 parts in stock. Same-day shipping on orders placed before 8 p.m. and free shipping on orders over $89. Ride more 
weight less at DennisKirk.com. All right. Thanks for indulging us on this sort of emergency bonus episode talking about the schedule and the future starting Vikings center. Let's wrap on Purple Daily. We'll see you guys tomorrow.